0: Let me take you down, cause I'm going to Strawberry Fields Nothing is real And nothing to get hung about Strawberry Fields forever 40 years ago John Lennon was shot to death outside his apartment on the evening of December 8, 1980. He was 40 years old. Uh, I just wanted to play a piece of that song uh, for this reason. I've been uh, looking at the social media postings and the remembrances posted by uh, some of the surviving Beatles. Uh, Ringo Starr wrote the following, Tuesday, 8 December 1980, we all had to say goodbye to John. Peace and love, John. I'm asking every radio station in the world sometime today, play Strawberry Fields forever. Peace and love. That coming from Ringo Starr. Uh, Paul McCartney had a message to share as well. A sad, sad day, but remembering my friend John, with the great joy he brought to the world, I will always be proud and happy to have known and worked with this incredible Scouser. Scouser, a a reference to those from Liverpool, England. Uh, Scouser. Anyway, uh, tonight as I dive into some of the writings and accomplishments of Chuck Yeager, I'll do so with some John Lennon playing in the background. Maybe we'll have Imagine on repeat, something like that. Anyway, uh, not going to dwell too much on that, uh, but I do want to remind ya of, uh, you of know, that great music legend uh, lost his life 40 years ago today. John Lennon uh, passing away on December 8th, 1980, 40 years ago. All right. Uh, the, the topic prepared for this segment here has to do with well let's go back a little bit you and i have spent uh, some time talking about the word of the year if you remember merriam-webster and uh, some of the, and dictionary.com they did a little bit of computing and they looked around at some of the more frequently used words this year 2020 and some of the more searched terms and the prevalence in writing and anyway it was determined by those two organizations That pandemic was the word of the year. Well, what if it was more than a word? What if the question was uh, top quotes that embody 2020? Yesterday in our planning meeting, as we wrapped up yesterday's show and started looking forward to today, we we pulled up a list published by CBS News, which is uh, pretty much a recounting of the 10 most significant quotations from 2020, which have been compiled by Yale Law School Library. Now I thought, "Oh, Yale. Yale, they're like the the real smart people, right? Yale. Okay. So this is going to be this is going to be good. This is going to be objective. This is going to be a good descriptive list of phrases which embody what is taking place here in 2020. Number 1, top of the list, uh, let me scroll up here, make sure I've got it. This one comes from Dr. Anthony Fauci. It was delivered uh, during a CNN interview on May 21st. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. That, the uh, top of the list for, for, again, this is according to Yale. And now I'll give you a heads up right now. As we walk through this list, you might observe something of a bent in one direction. And so what I've done is uh, I've come up with a list of, of phrases myself which I feel embody 2020. I am also very desirous to hear from you. 57500 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Let me know what you think uh, will, are, are the phrases that will embody what you and I have experienced this year phrases or quotes from big newsmakers. What do you think it will be, the words spoken? this year of 2020 that will live on and encapsulate what we have experienced here uh, in, this year. Uh, the next word on the list, well, it comes from uh, the the death of George Floyd. I can't breathe. That phrase, uh, as it was heard on the video, where you see a knee pressed into uh, Floyd's neck as he was handcuffed uh, on the ground. I can't breathe. That certainly became A uh, a cry among many protesters and including uh, several high profile folks. You think of LeBron James uh, wearing the I can't breathe uh, shirt uh, following following that event. Uh, So I can't breathe that making it to the list of what uh, Yale thinks are the phrases that best encapsulate the year 2020. Moving on, uh, this one comes from President Trump, and it was spoken at the White House February 27th. And if you remember, if you can remember, uh, February 27th, that was about uh, about 38 months ago, right? (laughs) Uh, He, talking about the, the virus, described it this way, or at least predicted the trajectory of the virus to go this way. One day it's like a miracle, it will disappear. One day it's like a miracle, it will disappear. Now, what's interesting is, you know, as we get the vaccine in hand, and as, you know, more and more individuals do come down with the virus, there is a certain uh, resilience and immunity that is being built up either by vaccine or through a natural occurrence. So, uh, you know, I'm not sure if I would call it uh, a disappearance, but we are moving towards that one day uh, where the coronavirus is behind us. Now, here's, now, here, I told you that you might start to see or hear something resembling a bent in the selection of these phrases uh, by Yale. This one is, well, this one delivered also by President Trump uh, on April 23rd in a meeting of the White House Coronavirus Task Force news briefing. I I remember the moment I I heard these words uttered, and they have become, if I'm honest, uh, a punchline since their utterance. Right, and then I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out In a minute, one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that Uh, by injection inside or or almost a cleaning? Now, the president has been asked about this multiple times subsequent. And I'm surprised that that they would choose. Well, maybe I'm not surprised, but uh, I this isn't an honest inclusion. If you take the president at his word, which, you know, depending on your views on him, you may or may not have a difficult time doing. uh, But the president has a number of times subsequent to this, to what sounded like the suggestion to inject disinfectant (laughs) into those suffering from COVID-19. He said he was joking. Was he? I don't know. We we can debate that for uh, forever, likely. Uh, Another phrase, another uh, fascinating phrase, which uh, we we actually weren't able to hear, but rather heard dictated from the granddaughter of Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, a woman named Clara Spera. Uh, It was the claim of her dying words being, quote, my most fervent wish is that I will not be replaced until a new president is installed. My most fervent wish is that I will not be replaced until a new president is installed. Those, the the claimed final words of Ruth Bader Ginsburg by her granddaughter, Clara Sparrow, uh, the, coming in September. Uh, interesting stuff. The, the list goes on. Um, oh, this is a funny one. Here's one from uh, Joe Biden You're a lion dog face pony soldier. You're a lion dog face pony soldier. You're a lion dog face pony soldier. I, I imagine that has to come from somewhere. I imagine that that makeup of words, lying dog face pony soldier, means something. I uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what that means. 57500 five, zero, zero is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. If you would like to, first off, explain that one to me, lying dog face pony soldier, or if you would like to contribute to the list of phrases you think should be etched in stone as reminders and summaries of what we have endured here in 2020, 57500. Five, zero, zero. The text line. I insist you send me a note. Quick break. When we return, uh, I have a few suggestions of my own. I'll share with them next on Live Mike. I'm. Le- hey, welcome back to the program. We're into the final hour of today's episode of Live Mike. You know, it's really a thrill to hang out with you here each day uh, because, well, not to sound sappy, but in this little COVID era through which we are passing, I, you know, haven't been able to hang out with so many friends. Uh, There are family members around the country that I'm only able to connect with via text message and cell phone and FaceTime or Zoom or whatever. Uh, And, you know, a lot of the interactions I was so accustomed to before COVID showed up uh, have been... Cut back and stymied, and so to be able to chat with you each day and to you know receive comments from you via the text line and the KSL talk line, it is it really is a joy, and it is you who keep me going each day, and uh, it is you who are uh, one half of this program. (laughs) You know, it's a two way conversation, and so it is that if you ever have a, a question. Or a topic you'd like covered on this show. You know, uh, producer Amy and I, two and a half hours, that's a long time to fill. We can use your help. 57500, that's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. If there's ever anything that uh, catches your attention, or if there is a question you'd like answered, or if you think there is uh, some topic that demands our attention, or you'd like to hear me weigh in on, Please know that you are you're on the production staff of this of this great program. Uh, you're all working for Amy, uh, so send us send us your ideas, send us uh, whatever it is you'd like to hear. Or hey, listen, maybe you'd like to point out that I talk too fast and I stutter and stammer. Feel free, criticisms are welcome as well, Well not too many. All right, I, I, I'm delicate. All right? I, I have thin skin. I'll take I'll take five a day, tops. Four, okay, three. Three, three is all you can give. <laughs> Uh, the reason I say this, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at the, the text line, and there are so many responses, so many responses to the question of what ought to be the phrases or what ought to be included in the list of phrases that really describe this calendar year of 2020. You know, there really has been no year like this one, right? I've only been around for, what, 35-ish years. Not a single year in my life has uh, been as wild as this one. No never has uh, something so dramatically uh changed things as is the case here the only the only the only event in my lifetime i can imagine having such a a massive impact on the lives how they were lived around the globe would be the attacks on september 11th but as they are so uh different and distinct, and I'm not comfortable making comparisons there. I won't. Uh, And so I'll say that in terms of a prolonged disruption of normal, everyday American life, uh, nothing has disrupted it so as has been the case this year during the pandemic. So what, how do we describe this year? How do we describe this year? One phrase that comes to mind Uh, And again, this is by including these phrases, just know that by including these phrases, no one's taking any like political side. No one is expressing any view. They are simply things that were present in our American experience uh, this calendar year. Defund the police. We've heard that phrase uh, chanted by uh, not only politicians, but those uh, in the streets protesting with signs. We heard uh, former President Barack Obama weigh in on that. Uh, the other day. In fact, uh, his kind of claim that the use of a phrase like that, not so productive, came under fire from uh, members of the squad, right? Uh, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez had some strong words for the former president when uh, he said that maybe use of that phrase was uh, more divisive than it was uniting. Uh, she's saying, no, this is what we're calling for. Anyway, defund the police, a popular phrase this year. When we say! You heard this phrase repeated during the presidential debates. Here's President Trump. If you give power to Joe Biden, the radical left will defund police departments all across America. He responded to that claim. I don't want to defund police departments. I think they need more help. They need more assistance. So that's certainly a chapter of this year's story. Another phrase you have heard countless times, especially in the earlier months, of the pandemic was flatten the curve, flatten the curve. You remember that? It feels like so long ago. You don't hear this phrase uh, repeated that often these days. Uh, Here, the, the first time I heard it was when Dr. Angela Dunn shared it during a press conference in March. We can flatten the curve by complying with the social distancing measures we have in place. And that really is the most important thing we can all be doing right now. Governors from throughout the, the nation used that phrase to plead with folks to abide by the certain guidelines that were put in place to, well, flatten the curve. Here, uh, Governor Tony Evers from Wisconsin. We have to get this virus under control and help flatten the curve to prevent our health care systems from being overwhelmed. Phil Murphy of New Jersey in April. Our sole mission right now is the health of every New Jersey Family, and we must not just flatten this curve, we must crush this curve. And Ron DeSantis of Florida. When you flatten the curve, you don't have less infections necessarily, you just spread them out over a longer period of time. All right, so flatten the curve. Flatten the curve. Uh, that one, that, that might be so. Another way to look at this is what is the name of 2020's uh, biography? <laughs> Uh, here's what some texters have weighed in, and there are some, some good suggestions here. The most recent one to come through, 2020, stink, stank, stunk, 2020, stink, stank, stunk. That's a pretty good one. Oh, here's, this one's clever, Uh, defund 2020, defund 2020. And then this one, if you can remember, there was a press conference. Uh, this texter makes reference to a press conference hosted uh, by the University of Utah Hospital not all that long ago when, the uh, leaders in the various healthcare systems around the state were really trying to impress upon people like you and me that there is a tremendous strain being placed upon the backs of healthcare professionals, doctors, nurses, technicians, those who go in and clean up after uh, COVID sufferers are removed from, uh, from hospital rooms. All of those people uh, you know, have specialized skills. And when it comes to capacity... Uh, we have learned that uh, we have you know, finite resources in the expertise possessed by those able to work in these settings. And there was a phrase uttered during that press conference, and it was, We're really tired. We're really tired. And the, the context in which that phrase was delivered through the tears and the visible exhaustion, uh, you make a great point here, Texter. We're really tired. We're really tired. Another one, uh, you've seen this one. Now, this is an interesting one because I think I've said this before. I've moved away from it because I, I think it's lost a little bit of its meaning. It's become almost a trite uh, phrase, but that is, we're in this together. We're, we're in this together. You've heard this creep into uh, advertisements around the country. We are all in this together, this world, connected through common experience and now a common mission. From our homes, to our hospitals, to the edges of discovery, the race has become a relay, and we are all on the same team. Although we remain apart, we are in this together, and together we are stronger. One phrase that I uh, am very grateful that Governor Herbert uh, ha- has repeated over and over and over is that uh, idea of individual responsibility. Individual responsibility. There are really, have been two approaches uh, across the country to the to the this pandemic. and that is mandates versus personal responsibility. Now, here in Utah, we are under a mask mandate. Uh, but one of the later states to you know have to be compelled to be wearing these masks. I early on, uh, and for most of most of the great majority of the time we have spent, Uh, facing this pandemic. uh, The governor has impressed upon us, and I have reiterated here on these airwaves, uh, the the idea of personal responsibility, individual responsibility uh, over government mandate. This is about the public health of the people of Utah. And we're going to do everything we can to help spread, uh, help stop the spread of this coronavirus. This does not mean that government has the answers to every issue. Parents, individuals have to take responsibility Individual responsibility. Uh, another texter writes in, oh, this is the title to the 2020 uh, biography. It reads, have we put 2020 on rice yet? <laughs> Here's my list. Uh, I've got about 30 seconds to spare. I'll fly through this. Uh, here are my phrases. Sorry, we're out of toilet paper. Uh, you're muted again. The new normal. Phone, keys, wallet, mask. I hope this email finds you well. Distance learning. Contactless delivery. Contactless delivery. Flatten the curve, work from home, and we're in this together. (laughs) We're in this together. Quick break. When we return, we're going to look at COVID and obesity. Next on Live Mike. Organizations, that pandemic was the word of the year. Well, what if it was more than a word? What if the question was uh, top quotes that embody 2020? Yesterday, in our planning meeting, as we wrapped up yesterday's show and started looking forward to today, we, we pulled up a list published by CBS News, which is uh, pretty much a recounting of the 10 most significant quotations from 2020, which have been compiled by Yale Law School Library. Now, <clears throat> I thought, oh, Yale. Yale, they're like the, the real smart people, right? Yale, okay. Okay. So this is going to be this is going to be good. This is going to be objective. This is going to be a good descriptive list of phrases which embody what is taking place here in 2020. Number one, top of the list. Uh, let me scroll up here. Make sure I've got it. This one comes from Dr. Anthony Fauci. It was delivered uh, during a CNN interview on May 21st. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. That the uh, top of the list for for again. This is according to Yale. And now I'll give you a heads up right now as we walk through this list you might observe something of a bent in one direction. And so what I've done is uh, I've come up with a list of of phrases myself which I feel embody 2020. I am also very desirous to hear from you. 57500 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Let me know what you think uh, will, are are the phrases that will embody what you and I have experienced. This year phrases or quotes from big newsmakers. What do you think it will be the words spoken this year of 2020 that will live on and encapsulate what we have experienced here uh in, this year? Uh, the next word on the list. Well, it comes from uh, the the death of George Floyd. I can't breathe that phrase uh, as it was heard on the video where you see a knee pressed into uh, Floyd's neck as he was handcuffed. Uh, on the ground i can't breathe that certainly became a uh, a cry among many protesters and including uh, several high profile folks. You think of LeBron James uh, wearing the i can 't breathe uh, shirt uh, following following that event, uh, so i can't breathe that making it to the list of what uh, Yale thinks are the phrases that best encapsulate the year 2020. Moving on, uh, this one comes from President Trump, and it was spoken at the White House February 27th. And if you remember, if you can remember, uh, February 27th, that was about uh, about 38 months ago, right? <laughs> uh, he, talking about the, the virus, described it this way, or at least predicted the trajectory of the virus to go this way. One day it's like Thank a God. miracle, it will disappear. One day it's like a miracle, it will disappear. Now, what's interesting is, you know, as we get the vaccine in hand, and as, you know, more and more individuals do come down with the virus, there is a, a certain uh, resilience and immunity that is being built up either by vaccine or through a natural occurrence. So, uh, you know, I'm not sure if I would call it uh, a disappearance, but we are moving towards that one day uh, where the coronavirus is behind us. Now, here's, now here, I told you that you might start to see or hear something resembling a bent in the selection of these phrases uh, by Yale. This one is, well, this one delivered also by President Trump uh, on April 23rd in a meeting of the White House Coronavirus Task Force news briefing. I I remember the moment I I heard these words uttered, and they have become, if I'm honest, uh, a punchline since their utterance. Right, and then I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out. In a minute, one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that Uh, by injection inside or or almost a cleaning? Now, the president has been asked about this multiple times subsequent. And I'm surprised that that they would choose. Well, maybe I'm not surprised, but uh, I this isn't an honest inclusion. If you take the president at his word, which, you know, depending on your views on him, you may or may not have a difficult time doing. uh, But the president has a number of times subsequent to this, to what sounded like the suggestion to inject disinfectant (laughs) into those suffering from COVID-19. He said he was joking. Was he? I don't know. We can debate that for uh, forever, likely. Uh, Another phrase, another uh, fascinating phrase, which uh, we we actually weren't able to hear, but rather heard dictated from the granddaughter of Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, a woman named Clara Spera. Uh, It was the claim of her dying words being, quote, my most fervent wish is that I will not be replaced until a new president is installed. My most fervent wish is that I will not be replaced until a new president is installed those the the claimed final words of Ruth Bader Ginsburg by her granddaughter Clara Sparrow, uh, the coming in september uh, interesting stuff the, the list goes on um, oh this is a funny one here 's one from uh, joe biden you 're a lion dog faced pony soldier you 're a lion dog faced pony soldier you 're a lion dog faced pony soldier. I, I imagine that has to come from somewhere. I imagine that that makeup of words, lying dog face pony soldier, means something. I, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what that means. 57500 five, zero, zero is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. If you would like to, first off, explain that one to me, lying dog face pony soldier, or if you would like to contribute to the list of phrases you think should be etched in stone as reminders and summaries of what we have endured here in 2020, 57500. Five, zero, zero. The text line, I insist you send me a note. Quick break. When we return, uh, I have a few suggestions of my own. I'll share with them next on live mic. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.